This is treason. Where is he? Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol, and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. This fight, what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't. We have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again. We're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, executed. The FBI. I step out. I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant and you can get your copy, <clears throat> get your copy today. And I can't, <laughs> having, a, having a, a rough time choke. there. <clears throat> I know you're out there. I can feel you now. 
I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So uh, tonight, folks, uh, we've got a barn burner of a show. Oh, um, yeah. We've got uh, one of my favorite guests. Uh, he's back, uh, and uh, we haven't talked to him in a little while. Yeah. Been about a couple about months. A couple months. Yeah. 
And uh, we had him out just after the first of the year, and V Lynn was dying to interview yeah, so this individual. Yep. Um, and now I'm excited again. Yeah. And I'm really excited because I got to see him testify on Capitol Hill about a whole bunch of stuff that you all want to hear about. So I'm just not even. And uh, I heard in the many, many Dr. Artist interviews that I watched over the last couple of days that he is now Dr. Artist's lawyer as well. Yeah, but he can't, he's not going to be able to disclose anything about no, what's going on there. We're going to so ask okay. some questions, right, though. So, yeah, of course. But either way, and I'm sure he'll either address or not yeah, address yeah, yeah. what okay. he can or cannot. Anyway, but either way, without, without further any further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Rents. Hey, how are we doing, guys? Of course, how I are need you? you to bring in more like that. There we go. So how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a, you know, it's been a tough day or so. We're trying to save a... We got another hospital trying to to murder another person, and we're trying to trying to save her life, or at least give her an opportunity to survive. Um, but it, you know, I mean, that's unfortunately par for the course at this point. So, by the way, hey, anybody listening? I don't know. Are we live? Yeah, yeah. We we're are. live. Okay, great. Anybody listening? Arizona, Phoenix area. Uh, look up Senator Ke Kelly Townsend. She's down there helping a family right now. There's a little girl in the hospital. Well, not a little girl. She's an adult, but, uh, you know, she's somebody's little girl. And uh, the hospital wants to pull the plug on her. Family doesn't want her to. Hospital thinks it's their right to do so. So uh, much like the Quiner story that we worked on a while back, mm -hmm. uh, same sort of thing, except for uh, this isn't a COVID case. Uh, this, is, this is something else, but you know, it just goes to the fact that these hospitals, they don't value life anymore. They don't, they, you know, you think about them as being being there to protect and to save you, but they don't value life. They just, they just, something broke with this whole COVID thing in the hospital system. And, you know, now it's like people are disposable. Life is disposable. And it's, it's, it's really sad. So doing well, but fighting the fight. Wow. There we go. Are you there, sir? Can you hear us? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Did I lock up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you having storms or any? Uh... No. You know what? The solar the solar storm's hitting today. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're getting all sorts of interference on our end. Yeah. Um. You know that major solar storm, coronal mass ejection. Uh. That it's a level two solar storm is hitting us today. So we're we'll probably have some. I mean. Whatever. It is what it is. We're just having some interference there. So you were saying Arizona, there's a Kel little girl. Ke Kelly Townsend, they're fighting for her life. Or Senator, Kelly Townsend Senator, is fighting for her life. Senator Kelly Townsend is taking the stand trying to help this family. You know, we did what we could. Um, we've got uh, we've got local, they've got local council over there. Uh, we've, you know, done everything we can to help them out. But, you know, we, we got to pray for them. And you guys need to look up what's happening over there. Uh, and if you can help, if you can call, if you're in that area and you can go protest, get on it. All right. Yeah. We all, we all need to stand up. You're right. I mean, the hospitals are just death factories now. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, of course the, the big, uh, the big news on everyone's mind or that everyone's talking about, I've spent the last 48 hours pretty much watching Dr. Brian Artis nonstop now. Um, and there's more stuff coming out every day. And I've been putting requests in with him for months for him to come on the show. Um, and I put in yet more as that released. So, uh, and I, I've been digging into some other stuff, um, going on with that. So, so 
What's up with the snake venom? Yeah, so I mean, Brian's a good friend of mine, a wonderful guy, and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm representing him on some stuff. So I, I can only talk about certain aspects of it. You know, what I can tell you is, is that he's done a lot of research, and he's of the belief that uh, there are, you know, genetic components, and I can't explain it as well as he can. Uh, but th there are some, apparently some genetic components uh, related or it seems to be derived from snake venom that you're seeing in, uh, in some of this COVID stuff. And, you know, the thing about it is, is if that's the case, then it may open up a new line of treatment, right? I mean, uh, you know, listen, if, if, one, if the mechanisms for, for injury within this somehow tie in with the, the same sort of mechanisms for injury with these snakes, then, you know, maybe you treat it in the same way. And I don't know that. I'm going to be honest with you, um, you know, in terms of the medical and the research, I'm still getting up to speed on it. Uh, but I know that Brian has historically done an immense amount of research on everything he's done. And uh, I think it's a, it's a very interesting theory. And, uh, he, you know, he's a Everybody shook their head at him when he came out with the stuff on remdesivir, but guess what? He was right. Absolutely. So, uh, well, you know, I'm very eager to see where this goes. Actually, do, I'm, do you, I'm, you want to tell I'm, him or should I? I'm even more forward. Uh, we're, we're a little bit, we've gone because obviously it came out, what, Tuesday, Monday night? Monday. Monday night. Yeah. We, we mirrored. We actually mirrored. Yeah, we Stu mirrored Peter, Stu Peters. Stu, Peter, Stu Peters here. And we actually played it for everybody. So everybody was watching. We just said, we scrubbed our whole lineup for Monday yep. night. And all we did was play uh, Watch the Water. Um, and I, I don't know if this will help him. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, we talked the last time. I told you that in June. Uh, I I'd gotten vaccinated. Um, I went and had my blood tested uh, in July of last year. In July of last year, the doc, the doctor that I got my blood tested by, uh, military doctor, he was, uh, he told me I had absolutely no spike proteins floating around my body. He said he didn't see anything weird. He said the hematologist said I was clear. She said it looked like my blood had never even been touched by the stuff. I said, okay, well, that's a little odd, but okay. Um, I went on vacation, came back. Well, after this stuff came out Monday night, I sent a text well, message. Hold on, back up. Because the reason that the doctor asked to test his blood was because he was doing kind of a an underground off-the-book study. And, and he works at one of the Alphabet Health Agencies up in D.C. Um, but he was looking at how people that had gotten the COVID jab, how it was affected by the anthrax jab. So people that had previously gotten the anthrax vaccine, he was test and now had gotten the COVID jab. He was testing their blood to see what the, um, Effect was. how, how, it, how one affected the other. And right. Mick was kind of a unique case because when Mick got all of the, the initial anthrax vaccines, um, he got the first two rounds as he was supposed to, and then he got injured and he ended up in Germany and they lost his medical records because that's what the military does. Um, and they gave him another round. They had changed the anthrax vaccine at that point. Well, I spent this morning doing research. Well, um, the but, big, yeah, okay, go ahead. The big part of it was after Monday, I sent a text message to this doctor. I said, Hey, have you seen this? And I sent the link and, uh, he texted me back uh, late last night, early this morning, and he said, yeah, he said, 
almost like a big deal. He's just like, why do you think I wanted your blood? And I was like, uh, I, I, I don't know. He said, why do you think we were testing it? He said, that's the whole reason. He said that that's like the whole background of everything I'm doing here. And I was like, wait a minute. Now you, you've got me confused, Doc, because as far as I'm concerned, nobody else was tracking any of this. He said, what are you talking about? The military has been tracking this for a hot minute. We knew that that's why monocolonial, monocolonial and polycolonial antibodies work. Because the anthrax jab is a polyclonal is, antibody, is both monoclonal, polyclonal antibodies. And actually, in the research I was doing this morning, I found that um, when they were developing this, uh, when they were switching from the initial anthrax vaccine, which was the bacterial based, to the monoclonal, polyclonal antibodies, they found that the initial results of the research, uh, there was a disease enhancement part of it and then when they gave the poly the polyclonal antibody uh for anthrax it stopped the lethality of the the disease enhancement portion so they've been researching this the military has been aware of this and i'm not sure how for quite some time i'm not sure if dr rents is aware of this Do or dr artist dr Artis uh, i'm sure is aware he's of not i don't think um, anyone was aware of this until but this morning I thought maybe that he would like to know that. Yeah, well, I'm sure he would. And it's actually really interesting. You know, listen, here's the thing. So the, and, and it's not like, you know, anybody couldn't predict this. You know, Brian comes out with this very well-researched opinion and everybody says, oh, it's crazy conspiracy theory. Well, you know, here's the thing. Three years ago, if you told me that I, the government was plotting to make me wear a mask, and then try to jab me with an exper experimental gene therapy, I would have said it's a crazy conspiracy theory. Uh, two years ago, or I, if you would have said the government's plotting to, to uh, continue this 14 days to flatten the curve, and uh, they're going to make you wear a mask and jab yourself with this experimental gene therapy, I would have said, you're nuts, it's conspiracy theory. At what point do we quit saying that everything's a conspiracy theory and start testing things that seem wild, right? Uh, Brian is a very, very sharp guy. If you know Brian, which I do, uh, you know that he does an immense amount of research. This guy lives and breathes this stuff, okay? Now, you know, I always, always, always do my own research and speak for myself after it's done. What I can tell you is that there is, based on my initial review of his research, and it's not something you got to understand He's got so much stuty you can't just do a 30-minute review and make a decision. When I say that I do a review, when I review this stuff, it takes days. I mean, it, it is days of hard, hard study. So I'm not done with it by any means. So I haven't you know, finished my opinion. What I know, though, is as a friend of Brian, he is, he is sold on this. He, know, he knew the risk you know, to his credibility and everything else in putting this out. And, uh, you know, he was just convinced that this is correct. Now, you know, yeah, Artis has been a very good guy. He's been real honest. He's put this out there. And I think that we ought to, you know, we definitely ought to take a good look at what he's having to say and see whether it makes sense. And I, I intend to do so. I, I look forward to getting through everything. I look forward to getting all the doctors that I know, you know, to dig into this a little bit more and see what they're, you know, how this all works. 
and uh, you know, really think that it should be shown some respect because, like I said, everybody thought he was crazy about the remdesivir, but man, was he right about it. So, you know, we got to we got to listen, give this guy a shot here because you know, what are we going to trust Fauci? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely, and I, 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 I hear you a hundred percent, Tom. And I got to say, when I I, I will entertain pretty much any possibility about anything, right? We, I, I personally live in the conspiracy realm. That's just how my brain works. Mick is constantly dragging me out of rabbit holes, usually kicking and screaming. Um, I fell right down this rabbit hole with Dr. Artis and I've, I've yet to come out. I'm, I'm right there with him. I'm tracking a hundred percent. I've started doing my own research. Like I said, going off of other things that I knew about going down other rabbit holes. It also brought something else to mind and I already sent it to his, uh, to his assistant, Christina. Um, when I initially saw his video, it reminded me of a story that I heard about 10, 11 years ago about a little girl who'd been cured of AIDS um, because this doctor had had a dream that he was supposed to inject HIV into a goat and then take the serum from the goat and that would cure people of AIDS and it worked. And then they killed him. Um, and I found that story and I, I sent it to him as well. But it makes me wonder what's in AIDS. Because again, you know. What are we going to trust Fauci? Fauci is behind the whole thing. So, yeah. um, and I, I I personally think that H, I think almost all viruses have been manufactured. I'm I'm a more of a terrain theory person myself, or I've come that way in the last year or so. Um, I think they've been manufacturing things to make us sick now for longer than I've been alive. So well, we know they've been experimenting with stuff for a lot of years. And you know, what we do know, listen, there are, here's the thing about conspiracy theory. It's a theory, right? Until it's a fact, right? It, once you prove it, it's a fact. And, you know, Anthony Fauci, I don't know if you guys are aware, but he actually is an embodiment of science. I know because he told me. Um, so, you know, science starts with a hypothesis, which is just the theory. You know, we start out and we, we kind of think it through and think, you know, I wonder if this is the case. Then we test that hypothesis. And if it's correct, you know, we can prove it. And if it's not, well, we can't. You know, we gather the evidence. We look at things. Yeah. Listen, there are certain things that are really indisputable. That the pharmaceutical industry is corrupt is indisputable. Look at all the fines and all the things that, you know, where they've had to pay for their corruption over the years. That Anthony Fauci is a crook is really indisputable to me. I mean, the guy is just lying through his teeth every time he speaks about this stuff. You know, that the government has misled. A lot of these conspiracy theories have, you know, there's immense evidence indicating that there's truth to them. Now, some you get to where you, when you've ruled out the plausible, you have to start looking at the implausible to explain things, right? So you know we ruled out a lot of plausible things. You know, hey, did this just happen to be a new type of virus? No, it didn't. It was created in the lab. We've ruled that. We, we've ruled out that it was just a natural occurring thing. I mean, we've got genetic sequences, all these different things that show that it was. You know, clean splices in the gene th in the genome, uh, gene sequences. I mean, it's just it's clear as day this was manufactured. Um, 
you know, so we ruled out the, the plausible, which was that it was natural and found out the implausible was true. This was created by someone. And then we found more evidence on that, right? You got, uh, you got Barrick and all the, these crew of the EcoHealth, uh, uh, from EcoHealth Alliance announcing proudly in 2015 that they created SARS-2 in the Wuhan lab. Not that SARS-2 has anything to do with SARS-CoV-2. Clearly, that's a conspiracy theory, right? Clearly. You know, how many things have to happen before we start saying, listen, we need to look at everything, right? I've heard everything. I've heard it all. Um, I've heard about the 5G connections. I've heard about, uh, you know, the globalists. I've heard about, you name it. At some point, you have to start looking at where, you know, what the evidence shows that this wasn't a naturally occurring disease. It was the worst thing that's happened in 200,000 years, and it's killing everybody by by nature. When the evidence shows that all of that is untrue, you have to start looking elsewhere. And I'm an evidence guy, right? I've got the Project Salus documents. I've got the DOD documents. I've got the FDA documents. I've got the Pfizer documents. I've got Fauci's emails. I've got everything that you can look at. And listen, here's what I can tell you. The facts indicate that this was created in a, in a lab in Wuhan with EcoHealth Alliance, who tied in with Metabiota, which is uh, Hunter Biden's group. It was created. They created SARS-2. They probably created SARS-CoV-2, and they probably released it, whether by accident or on purpose. I don't know. But once it was released. They lied about everything, everything that there was to lie about, right? They lied about the death rate. Oh, it's mm-hmm. killing everybody. It's the worst thing ever. Well, if it, case fatality rate we've known since very early on to be just a, you know, roughly around a bad flu season. And if you adjust that case fatality rate for what would happen if we actually used early treatment, it's not even as dangerous as the flu. But since we won't treat it and we just let people die to increase the numbers, it ends up being a real bad flu season. So we know that they lied about the danger. They lied about transmissibility. There still are no definitive studies showing asymptomatic spread. None. None whatsoever. I haven't seen one. Well, asymptomatic spread is just, that's just ridiculous. You spread things from coughing or sneezing on people. That's right. how things spread. If you're asymptomatic, you can't spread. That's just how it works. No shit. Well, um, even I, more so. You, if you don't have a high enough viral load, load to make you symptomatic, you aren't coughing enough out to do anything. Yeah, You're not breathing enough out to do anything. Your body's immune system is taking care of it like it's supposed to. So my point is, and I can go through every step of this, from, from the death counts to the PCR test to the mass to everything that they've said is an outright lie. So why do we keep trusting liars? And when a guy like Artis comes out with a theory, why is our first knee-jerk reaction and it's uncomfortable to think that it might be true. Listen, at this point, if you told me Anthony Fauci was sacrificing goats to the chicken gods in his backyard on Tuesdays, I would say, well, do you got video? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean it's, it's, it's that ridiculous. I mean, but... How, how about the theory it? that Anthony Fauci is the bastard son of Mother Teresa, who is actually a man, and... Uh, helped run a worldwide child sex trafficking ring for uh, 
a half a century. That's a conspiracy theory that's out there. I'm not even kidding. He looks a lot like that. Her. That's got to be on a liberal <laughs> side. But with that, you brought up a great point because you have heard all of it. You've seen it all. Uh, you were just recently, most re recently, uh, in front of uh, Congress or the Senate. That was the Senate. 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 Round, Senate. round, round table, right? Um, you, uh, how did that go? I mean, we saw it. I watched it. Yeah. Uh, it sounded very impressive. Um, have you heard anything back? Have you seen any traction movement uh, per your end as to what you talked about there and the people you brought? I mean, you leveraged some serious accusations at a whole bunch of people in that room. And I was very surprised that I did not see uh, more senators there you know, going after like people after that, I have yet to see, you know, they keep, uh, uh, Rand Paul keeps talking about how he's going to bring, uh, Fauci in front of the Senate, uh, a Senate hearing. And I have yet to see it happen, uh, to where, I mean, not to where like what he's talking about, he wants to call him in and be like, Hey, look, and he wants to fire your him, job's on so the line. Says. We're going to fire you or put you in jail. One of the two. I, I want to see that happen. I'm actually, I thought you provided all the ammo for him. I was like, hey, listen to him. He's got all the ammo you need. Uh, take it from him. I'm I'm sure he'd be more than willing to give it up. I'm sure he's got copies of it all anyway, so it doesn't so, matter. So how's all that going? Uh, has anything come of that? Well, Senator Johnson's an absolute warrior on this. I mean, he's done a wonderful job. And, you know, any, anybody wants to know, you know, are there any good politicians? Well, he's he's been good. Um you know, uh, Rand Paul has been very focused on the creation of SARS-CoV-2, but has not been focused on the vaccine. Um, it's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy. It's experimental, and it's killing everybody. Yet he has a hard time saying that. Mo much like every other Republican out there, and I think a lot of them are waiting. A lot of the conservative leaders are not leaders. They're waiting for a cue from Trump, who is also, you know, I mean, I, man, I... I I don't know what he's doing here. Uh, he's apparently he's still listening to the same snakes he was listening to in Washington because they're still lying to him. But you know, it's like some of these guys. None of these guys want to step up. I have DOD documents. I got Pfizer documents. I got FDA documents. You know, none of these guys want to do it. There's a handful of honest people in Washington, and I do mean a handful. And the rest of them are just just scum. So we're going to be pushing harder as it gets closer to election season. Um, we've got some plans on that. We're getting ready to do some new lawsuits. You know, it did have an impact. I will tell you it had a pretty substantial impact. Naturally, you know, the, main, the, the mainstream press has blackballed me probably as hard as anybody on the planet. I mean, you are not allowed to talk to me if you're mainstream. But the... Uh, the simple fact of the matter is, is it made waves. And uh, then we had a fake war with Ukraine. Yep. I mean, yeah, we've heard nothing, nothing but war with Ukraine, you war with Ukraine. Well, wait a second. Are we in the Ukraine? Are we actually fighting in the Ukraine? No. Well, is there any real strategic value to the Ukraine in terms of the U.S.? No. Well, there is for the Bidens because the Biden crime syndicate has been laundering yeah. well, money outside. through the Ukraine for, you know, 25 years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's right. I mean, so outside of hunters, hookers and blow, uh, you know, I don't know what else there is over there. But, you know, the the and by the way, 
you know, I do a Substack, which I'm actually, I hope everybody will subscribe to because that's really what I've been using to get the word out. Really? Um, I, you know, and I you do a one. show on American Media Periscope now too, right? Uh, we just, we're, we're taking a break from that one right now. We're doing, we're still doing the show on Brideon okay. and uh, we're doing the, the Substack and. Uh, What's your Substack? It's Tom Renz. Uh You can get there on my website, rens-law.com. But we put out a lot of stuff there, and we just put out a thing with Hunter Biden. You know, that we, we just put the attachments that showed, you know, he was tied in with the lab when they created SARS-CoV-2 in Wuhan, and he was tied in with Ukrainian bio labs. He's actually, it uh, looks like he's tied in with an Iraqi set of bio labs that are also there that nobody knows about. You know, I mean, the reason, that, the real reason it looks to me like they care about Ukraine is that, you know, Soros and some of these guys, Ukraine's their money laundering piggy bank. I mean, you know, they do a lot of stuff there. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of corruption there. And, you know, I mean, remember, so I'm a humanitarian. I'm all for helping people, right? I'm a big time humanitarian. I'm pro-life. I'm pro, you know, pro everything. But here's the thing. I want you to think back to the early 2000s. The same people who are screaming about this horrible human rights abuses that are occurring in, in Ukraine were having a fit about the Iraqi war when you got Saddam Hussein's kids putting live people through meat grinders their feet first. I mean, yep. these people are humanitarian now but they sure weren't then. I don't know. Maybe they found Jesus or something. Um, I've been a humanitarian my whole life. But, uh, you know, these guys, it seems it just rings a little shallow that the first time you care is when it's going to affect your uh, your supply chain for hookers and blow. But by the way, you know, we don't seem to care about the supply chain anywhere else. I mean, you want to talk about issues? You know, Biden keeps wanting to scream about the supply chain being Russia's fault. Gas is Russia's fault. Everything's Russia's fault. Well, what do you mean? When Trump left office, we were a net exporter of oil. Exporter. We got plenty of oil. We don't need Russian oil. We could drill our own, but Biden won't let us. And if you care about the supply chain, how about California, who just passed a new air standard that's going to pull 17% of the trucks off the road? You want to talk about a disaster to our supply chain? That's going to shut down. That's going to cause it. I mean, an absolute nightmare. And by the way, why do we pay farmers every year not to plant crops? You know that the uh, uh, the U.S. Uh, Department of Agriculture. I mean, every year they pay farmers not to plant crops. Well, are we going to pay them to plant them this year? Yep. I, I mean, maybe. Or are we going to yeah. leave half our fields unplowed and then say, "Hey, there's a food shortage. You can't understand why there's inflation. This is all manufactured." It's all garbage. It's the same people who brought you COVID are bringing you the supply chain issues, are bringing you the gas issues, are bringing you the energy crisis, and they're going to be bringing you the digital currency coming up so that they can track you better. Yeah, it, it, that's honestly what it is. And I just heard about an article today, and I'm not sure, sir, if you heard about it, but there was an article today. Uh, I, I want to say, I'm trying to remember the show I heard it on because I listened to like 12 podcasts a day, but uh, it, I know it was a liberal one, but they were talking specifically about graphene oxide being used as a water filtration uh, chemical. Well, that's 
and I was fantastic. sitting there going, wait a minute, they put graphene oxide <laughs> in the vaccine, and you mean to tell me now we're using it as a water filtration chemical? What in the freaking God's name is going on that they're using graphene oxide you, you in the know, water supply? You know what's going Both of you know what's going on. It's a depopulation agenda because, you know, they the vaccine came first. The jab came before almost all of the rest of it. It wow. certainly came before COVID. I mean, they made the jab. They start, They patented the jab, what, five, six years before they yep. first patented COVID? And we know it was made in the lab or they wouldn't have been able to patent it because you can't patent things that are made in nature. That's that's actually been ruled on by the Supreme Court. So there there it is. Yeah, but they don't care about that. Well, no, I know. But um, it's it's all about the jab. And, and you're right. The jab's not killing people fast enough. So... And especially in places like Africa and India, where they regularly take hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin because of the parasites that they have there, uh, they're not taking the jab because they're not getting COVID. Or if they are taking the jab, then the hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin is keeping them alive. So how do you kill them? You got to starve them out. Very so, true. Yeah, wow. it, the, the whole thing's a, a well-planned, long-planned depopulation agenda. Well, let me let me put this to you guys, okay? So, and this is one of the things I've been spending a lot of time on lately, because you know everybody is excited, and I can't wait to see Anthony J., uh, Fauci do his his prison march. But here's what you got to ask yourself, right? I, let me lay this out this way: globally, COVID hits. Globally, the press in every country does the same thing. They sow the same panic using the same messaging on an international basis. Globally, all of the governments of the free world essentially reacted the exact same way. They did the same things, even when they didn't make sense. Lockdowns never made sense anywhere, yet everybody did them. Uh, the, the, the protocols that they used to treat COVID were things that everybody knew didn't work early on, yet they still did it. So let me ask you this. I would assert, and I would say, and I would pose to everybody that this whole thing has been corrupt. Now you guys have heard, and I've got the evidence packet on my website. I've got all these different things to back it up and I could go on and on and on for hours on evidence, but Let's for a second assume that I'm correct. Let's assume that this was fraud from beginning to end, that the PCR tests were fraud. We never had as many cases as they said. Most of the deaths were misclassified and due to mistreatment, maltreatment, uh, poor treatment by the hospitals, um, you know, and all sorts of other things. If I'm correct, and if you believe me about the fact that this was a fraud, you need to ask yourself this. Who would be capable of convincing so many governments, so many media groups all over the world to commit the same sort of fraud in the same way? Who would be capable? Who has that much power? Who has that much ability? Now, the reason that I ask that question is because if we put Anthony Fauci in jail and, that, and then we declare it a victory and call it a day, guess what? All the scumbags that paid Anthony Fauci and all of these other people off are still there to do it again. And they're not going to stop. See, the thing about evil is if you, if you slow it down, it just comes back. You have to actually uproot it. So we've got to get to who's ultimately responsible. Who bought off Anthony Fauci? 
who paid for who paid for him to put this uh, to lie outright about the safety and efficacy of these vaccines? Who did all this? Who was really behind this? And I'm going to tell you that when you start thinking of it that way, what you have to recognize is, first of all, it's not one person because one person couldn't possibly do this. It's too much. It's also not even one country. So for everybody that thinks it's just China, I got news for you. It wasn't just China. Did China have a hand in this? Absolutely. No question. Did China have a hand in a lot of bad things that have happened? Absolutely. Is China the only one? Absolutely not. We've got a lot of evidence. We're developing more. And I'm going to make the guys who are behind this accountable at some point. It's hard. It's difficult. I mean, it's hard to get to Fauci and crew, let alone to the people above him. But we're going to do it. We're going to make sure that all of these people, you know, the one thing they fear is the light of truth. And when we shine the light of truth on them, the darkness just melts away. So we're going to keep going until we've done that. But I really want everybody watching this to start asking themselves, Fauci's a crook. Fauci's a crook. Well, I agree with you. But if he's a crook, who bought him off? Because someone did. And that's what you got to ask yourself. And remember, we cut off the head of that snake. Well, that's the only way to win this, right, is to cut off the head of the snake. And Anthony Fauci, I'm sorry, he's a crook, he's a monster, he's not the head. He's one of the scales. I've always believed that. And matter of fact, now you're getting into my realm because this is what I love to talk about because I do believe it does boil back to one group of people. And I I think you're going in the same direction. And uh, New World Order comes to mind. I mean, you can lay it out however you want. World Economic Forum, you can lay out all of the different specifics, however you want to put it. Bilderberg Group, Davos. However, when you look at it, it, I, I know that, you just said that it doesn't come back to one man. However, in every good pyramid scheme, which is what this really is at the end of the day is a really good pyramid scheme. And at the top, there's always one. When you go high enough, you finally get to one person. Um, I I know I'm rough on any salesperson that calls me or any person that calls me from a company trying to sell me something. And you're dang right I am because you're wasting my time by having me on the phone for something I didn't ask for and something I didn't want you to call me for. And you're wasting my minutes as well on my cell phone. So if you're going to call me, I'm going to be um, a bit prickly, I believe is what they how they refer to it in England. And I will be a bit prickly and I will tear your head off and I will give you an earful. And Actually, when I, in England, I think they call I'm, you a wanker. I, I'm not going to end until I get to the one person who can actually make me a deal. That being said, I think that's what this is when you look at it. I agree with what you're saying, though. There's not one person at the head of this. It's one group. Um, And however big that group may be, 5, 6, 10 people, 15 people, 20 people, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, if you can lop that head off, all the rest of this will fall away, Just just like a snake, just like any other serpent. And I just found the... It was so ironic. The one animal they chose to use was the one animal that signifies evil in pretty much every known uh, polytheistic or really monotheistic religion on the planet right now. The snake is known throughout everywhere as a source of evil, um, even though it's backwards. And 
everybody says, well, no, it's not. I was, yeah, it is. Cause actually, if you actually go back and you read all of the books, not just the Bible, but you read everything, you actually find out that the snake wasn't so much the bad guy as Adam was the bad guy. And you realize, well, wait a minute. I've believed this wrong all my whole entire life. That's, that's some biblical theology that we, I don't think have time to get into no, right now. But I, I we just, do have a lot of, uh, a lot of our, our, our viewers uh, have a couple of questions. So um, let's, let's hit that up real quick. Uh, let's see Uh question from Ellsworth. Uh, I don't know. Question, how much of our military leadership is actually compromised or it is or is it all just part of the counterattack deception? You might be as well versed to answer I, that I, as actually this these days I have absolutely no idea. I couldn't even begin to tell you. I just know that what we've seen on TV and what we've witnessed um from different people, what we've heard about, I I, I honestly couldn't okay even begin so with you. the documents that you've gotten project salus and all of that tom i know that um i mean the military has to be they're covering this up they classified the freaking dares website that's been open you know that doctors have used for literally years to for the end all be all of of how to keep track of things um and now that's classified so you can't get into it at all uh, how much, how much do you think of the military is compromised? Do you think there's just a few at the top that are, you know, the trickle down effect and the rest are following orders? Not that that's an excuse, but what do you think? Well, I mean, we know the secretary of defense made almost $300,000 in 2020 and working on sitting on the board of a healthcare company, hmm. um, uh, tenant healthcare. You can look that up. Um, you, not, not you, that there's, uh, any conflict of interest there, right? I mean, I'm actually, sure there's illegal oh no 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 no, no no not unless he's if he was sitting in the office then it would be illegal but the oh just on the board he, he was doing it on the board okay he wasn't, well and i mean he's a he's a democrat appointee so there aren't the laws, matter, there's no laws yeah. um, so you know uh listen there is a serious amount of corruption occurring in the military uh we know that because look what they're doing to our soldiers these guys know what's dangerous they know what's going on. Uh, you know, the people who are making the decisions who have the information related to COVID, I've got enough of that information that they, that it's indisputable. They know what's going on with this, but they're still pushing it on the soldiers. Now, whether you want to say it's because they're just following orders or because they've been compromised or because they're just outright corrupt, I don't really care how you say it. In any event, as far as I'm concerned, I got papers that show that they know that it's dangerous. I got papers that show that they're trying to force it on these soldiers anyways. And the bottom line is this. These crooked scumbags, whether they're just following orders or not, are still endangering the lives of our service personnel and belong in jail. So I don't know how many, but I do know that they've worked very hard to make sure that people who don't just blindly follow orders are no longer a part of the military. Uh, and that's a dangerous thing because you don't you want your soldiers to think they're there to defend the Constitution first, not some scumbag dictator wannabe Joe Biden crook appointees uh, ideas of, of what America should be. They're there to defend the Constitution. And so, you know, I think there's a there's some serious issues with the military. Uh, I, I think that a vast majority of our soldiers are heroes. But there's there's enough corruption at the top, and I mean no disrespect to any of our servicemen, 
but to the people who are corrupt and who are abusing our servicemen, I mean every bit of disrespect I can because you're scum. I, I'm looking up this tenant health care because I, I wasn't even aware of that. That's very interesting to hear that. And um, they, they it's funny. They started in California. That's interesting. I, I wasn't even aware. And they say they serve soldiers and wounded, wounded yeah. warriors. Um, I've got it in... Let's see, where do I have that? I don't know. It's on it's on some of the stuff I posted on the website and on the I'm gonna have to go look at your your website because I, I'm wow. This is uh yeah, that I didn't even know. I I it, it says it right on his biography that he served as the uh as the uh you know the uh border directors. He was on the board of directors of tenant healthcare. I was like, what? Okay, that's interesting because yeah, it don't it don't matter. I I the, my opinion is look. Even if you were given an order that you knew was illegal or you knew would hurt another person, why would you follow it? I, I just that unless you're going out and engaging with the enemy, I I have my issues there. I I, I don't I, I agree with you. You're absolutely right. And I, it puts us at a serious national security risk as well, because when you compromise our military like that, I mean we we cannot be at true military readiness right now with as many soldiers dead or disabled as there are, and the, the ones that Again, like you said, free critical thinking are are gone. They've almost all been outed now. So if Sweden and Switzerland, I believe, decide to join NATO, uh, no, the Finland, the Netherlands, yeah. something like that, um, and Russia decides to attack us, I, who knows? I mean... Yeah, I, well, a, a, I don't believe isn't that isn't that treason? I mean, if you follow that line of thought, I mean, they are they are jeopardizing our military res readiness at at a international level on a global scale. Isn't well, that treasonous? I would well, think. So. Let me ask you this: I mean, did you guys see the other document I put out there that showed that all, uh, about seventy four percent of the military is is fully vaxxed? Yes. So if he's going to throw out everybody. He's throwing out a lot of people. Yeah. Yes, he is. I mean, you're throwing out you're throwing out five hundred thousand ish soldiers, you know that are you know. That's it, a quarter. That's a quarter of your fighting force. You've just dropped the military in total. I mean, if they go across all four services, you're looking at uh, unless they're including the Coast Guard on that. If they're including the Puddle Pirates on that, then you're only. I mean, that's that's uh, that's more than five hundred. That would be about six seven seven hundred thousand people right there that be gone. I mean, that's more than a third of the fighting force that we have currently in an all-volunteer army. We'd be right back into draft days right there. Well, they did just put something out about the draft recently, didn't they? Yeah, they were talking about reinstating it, but I don't mm -hmm. think that's going to happen anytime soon. But either way, uh, I, I was just wondering, because you guys, uh, you and... Uh, oh, shoot. Todd Callender. No, I'm talking about in the when he was at the Senate. Lee Dundas. Lee Dundas. Mm -hmm. I mean, she we had her on right before she went out there with you, and I was laughing because she was she was all sorts of charged up because all of the trucker stuff was going on at the same time, and then you guys are on. I'm watching you guys on TV, and I was like, holy crap, I know those guys, and I, we're we're like everybody's like, who's that? And I was like, that's Thomas Rance. Listen, and everybody started listening. They're like, are you serious? He's actually calling them out. I was like, yeah. I mean, that's what. Kind of like lawyers are supposed do. to do, um, especially when you have an opposing viewpoint of what's being told to you. Um, and, and some of the things we've seen, it it's gotten weirder. Uh, it definitely is taking a turn for the, 
I, I wouldn't say obscene, but it's become very weird now, especially just the reaction from Dr. Artis and his dropping of this Venom story. But like the first headline I read the next morning, the following morning was, oh, the snake bite conspiracy theory. That's the first headline I read about it. I was like, are you kidding me? They're already, well, they've already lumped this into a conspiracy theory. I, I can't wait because in 48 hours, it's going to be true. Yeah, the so. over-under on conspiracy theories is like it went from 6 to 12 months to 6 to 12 weeks. There's sometimes we're at 6 to 12 hours now. So, um, you know, the... More, more and more truths come out every day. So yes. um, you, you got any other uh, supreme truth bombs to drop on our audience here, Tom? Oh, man. I mean, there's so, so much. Yeah, the, the thing that's, I think, really critical right now is we cannot get complacent. We cannot get tired. Listen, I haven't slept for two years. I don't want to hear that you're tired. Um I mean, if if I get a week off, that means I only work 60 hours. So I don't want to hear you're busy. Do something. Find a way. I don't care if you're tired after work. Read read something. Send it off. Share it. Even if you're just sharing, keep sharing. You know, I mean, it it's just we've got to have people fighting this fight. Uh, it is absolutely critical. And, you know, listen, Fauci's talking about lockdowns again. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yep. But he's talking about lockdowns and masks again. Masks. We've got lockdowns. that. We actually have that clip coming up yeah. later in the show. It's it's uh, absolutely ridiculous. But just in time for the midterms. I mean, what else did you expect? Because if they don't steal this election like they did the last one, then they're going to see a red wave like they've never seen before. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, listen. If you guys think this is over, you're fooling yourselves. We have to fight harder. And remember, you know, I'm guessing I'm guessing that with this show, we got a lot of good American people, probably some good hunters out there. You know darn well there's no more dangerous animal than a cornered animal. Yes, when sir. an animal is injured and cornered, they are extremely dangerous. That's what we've got here. You know, we beat them up, uh, and we beat them up bad enough that they were willing to do this fake war with Ukraine, right? Now, by the way, I'm not – when I say fake war with Ukraine, I – truly do feel bad for the people over there. Um, but this just isn't our war, right? I mean, we're, we're using this as a distraction. Uh, you know, we're trying to protect the piggy bank and we're trying to uh, distract from, from the disastrous policies we have here in the United States. You know, but ultimately we have got to stay focused. I'm going to tell you freedom breaks down into three main areas. There's the freedom of conscience, which is the right to believe, religious freedom, the right to think and to have opinions. There's freedom of speech, which is the right to communicate those and to share those. And then there is bodily autonomy. Whether bodily autonomy means you're in a jail or you're in a, you're, someone's controlling your body by forcing something in it, it's still bodily autonomy. And those three foundations of freedom, if any one of those are gone, we lose freedom. It's over. None survive without the others. That's why we have the Second Amendment, to protect those three. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, we either fight until we get victory or we lose everything. Because these guys will regroup and come back. As you can see right now, we've got our Ukraine headline. They get a little bit of a lull in the coverage and what's going on. And suddenly we're coming back talking about masks and lockdowns again. Because guess what will happen this fall if we don't tell them where to go? 
and mass if you're in the, lockdowns. Yep. If you are not, if you are not, if you are not fighting, and you, especially if you're in a blue state, if you're in a blue state and it's not turning red right now, there is an issue. And if you're in a red state and you got some sort of piece of garbage, scumbag rhino, and you're not fighting them, yeah, oh, well, hey, I'm from Ohio, guys. Yeah. I got Mike DeWine yeah. as a governor. They're yeah. trying to put Jane Timken, the Mike DeWine hemorrhoid, into, into the U.S. Senate. <laughs> I mean, this is just unbelievable what we're seeing in Ohio right now. Uh, you know, it, it just, it's sick beyond words. So, you know, listen, you've got to fight. I can't tell you. And listen, I'm a regular guy from a little town in Ohio. First thing you got to know is you can be a regular guy from a little town in Ohio and make a difference. You know, I'd like to believe that I'm having an impact. The second thing you got to know is that that doesn't give you an excuse to do nothing. I don't care how little you are. You're no littler than I was when I started fighting this. Okay. Uh, so, so get your butt up and do something. I don't want to hear it. And I see on the screen, we had the, the, the DeSantis thing. If you think Florida is safe because of DeSantis, I got news for you. There are a lot of problems down in Florida. DeSantis is fighting it, but you, this is bigger than any governor, no matter how good they are, can fight by themselves. We've got to have a national movement. Start local, start local, but grow national. It's got to happen. Join Make Americans Free Again. Join CCDF. Join your, pick your group. I don't stand for health freedom, truth and health foundation. There's so many good groups out there, but stand together and stand strong. We've got to peacefully resist till the bitter end. I cannot stress how important that is. We're getting ready to launch some new lawsuits. Those will be coming out as soon as we can. Uh, we're going to keep suing everybody. Uh, we're going to keep fighting for my end, but I just got to, you know, Start out with prayers, I guess. That's the first and most important thing. And then from there, take action. Well, I mean, the... You got a lot of support coming from this group. Yes. There's a lot of new people that are hearing you for possibly the first time. Possibly this is their third, fourth time. Or maybe you. they've just heard a clip here and yeah. there or something like but that. You've so, got a lot of people that are, what? I'm trying to just throwing up people that are very affected by what you've said. Uh, everybody loves the fact that you're just throwing the truth out there. Um, so last question for you. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr. put out on his uh, children's health, health defense uh Yesterday, I believe we brought it up about the WHO and they they have this new treaty. treaty that they're they're basically going to override our, our constitution. Is that is that possible? How do we fight? Uh, that? No, so legally, no. Legally, it's not. Uh, but, you know, listen. The price of freedom is and has always been eternal vigilance. We didn't pay it. My generation, I'm 45 years old almost, my generation did not pay that price. We sat on our hands. We watched our freedoms get eroded. We watched as, as our government kept stealing our freedoms, stealing our, our just a little at a time. And we said, well, it's just not worth fighting over. It's not affecting me. We sat there. We weren't vigilant. Now look where we are. Now we have to fight it and to earn it back. By the way, make no mistake, we've lost it. 
Okay. We're not losing it. We've lost it. We have to earn it back. It's not coming back unless we take it back. And we have to demand that we get it back. I will not allow my children to grow up in this crap hole. We will fight for our children. We will fight for our freedom. And, you know, it's amazing to me. People think it's, people say, oh, that's amazing. You're standing up. You're speaking. Why is that exceptional? What's exceptional about me telling the truth? What is exceptional about me having testicular fortitude? Here's my uh, my horrible male, uh, masculine, whatever, have a, you know, male monster. We love it. Uh, you know, but guess what? I would be thrilled to death to kick Fauci's ass. I'd be thrilled to death. But, you know, I can't do it physically or I get in trouble. So I'm going to try and do it with a pencil and make sure that this guy's in jail for a long time. I got to tell you, but you got to fight back. Got to fight back. And ladies and gents, by the way, just so that you know, because um, I saw a message on the screen about someone trying to get a hold of me. I did. Yeah. Here's the deal. I literally work 24-7. Um, what happens is, is I go until my body collapses and then I crash for a couple days and then I keep going again. And that's just how it works. Right. Um, we have so much more need than I can do. Try, you can keep trying to get a hold if you can. I mean, I'm hard to get a hold of. It's not intentional. My people who deal with my phones and my messages and my emails, they never stop. And, and I mean, ever, we're doing everything we can, but there's a handful of us who believe in freedom and who are willing to fight. And it's a small handful. It's not enough. There's nowhere near enough. That's why I pray, share my Substack, share our message. You know, we're on Getter, we're on CloudHub, we're, we're there. We've got to, got to get it shared. We've got to push it out there. We've got to fight. And I need your help getting this out there because we can't do it without you. There's, you know, there's a, there's a handful, 10, 20 lawyers, 30 lawyers. You know, it's probably up to about 50 to 100 of us nationally that are really fighting on this. We're fighting, you know, we're fighting with a budget of thousands of dollars a month. The other side's fighting with billions. Yep. We're fighting thousands of lawyers and thousands of bureaucrats and researchers who have been bought off. They had, uh, we've got, you know, a handful. We're going to keep fighting. And the nice thing about it is we got God on our back. So we're going to win. But it's a tough fight. So we need everybody involved. We win this together or we lose it and fall apart. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, Rain, I, I will say, um, because Mr. Renz does get so many emails, send the information to us. And send it to our Proton Mail because our Gmail has started to get um, weird, filtered, if you would. Things come in weeks or months later, sometimes not at all. Uh, so send it to PatriotPartyPod at protonmail.com, um, and uh, you know, send us send us your information, a synopsis of of what's going on, and we'll make sure it it gets over to Tom um, because. Yeah, I mean, every every little bit that we can do to help you, every bit of information that we can get to help you, every bit of truth that we can get to help you, um, and support and you know, prayers, most especially prayers. You know, we're 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 here, we're we're fighting our fight. Um, you know, we we joke a lot around here on 
various podcasts that were associated with it. Uh, Mick's nickname in the military was Dick Punch, one of his many nicknames, because <laughs> <laughs> and and there's actually a wanted poster. He has a copy of it. He has a, his wanted poster. The wanted the poster. wanted poster from Afghanistan. And, and it happened by, well, I'll let you tell a story. Well, so. the first time it happened by accident, I, we were fighting uphill. And uh, I had actually, uh, the guy was shooting at us. I saw him. I went down. I was shooting a long rifle at the time. And uh, I took elevation out of my equation when I was doing up my dope real quick to pull the trigger. And we were in a fight, so I didn't really care about it. But uh, it happened to split uh, the man's uh, testicles right down the middle. His, well, not his twig and berries. It kind of <laughs> split it right up the middle. When we finally found him, he had finally bled out. But it was an accident. But the scream that he had made when he got hit by the bullet was deafening. I mean, it, it was louder than all the gunfire that was going on. Um, and, uh, one of my buddies had said, Hey, you should probably try and do this from now on because they stopped shooting on us when you did this. And I was like, yeah, it's an idea. And later on we were talking about it and, uh, yeah, I, we, when we were actually out hunting them, I was, uh, I would wait until one of them would split off from the group and I'd wait for him to go squat piss. And when he would go squat piss, I would take a very well accurate shot at a little part just hanging there below the thighs. And uh, sometime I'd catch the thighs. Sometime I'd go right through the, uh, you know, the yeah. other part. And uh, just, but the screen was deafening and people would just stop moving. They were like, oh my God, what just happened? Who was that? And then somebody would come try to help him out. And when he'd come to help him out, I would uh, take that guy down too. And it was just became a whole thing. And then it took a couple months and then they stopped sending people out like that. And then eventually it got to the point where I, we were in town one day, we were talking to some moolah dude. He was some big wig. Next thing you know, I'm looking at this sign and I'm de uh, deciphering what it says. And a buddy of mine comes up and he goes, hey, uh, actually, a good friend of mine came up. Uh, and right now, apparently, he's in jail. I've just found out last night, which I'm completely shocked He's by. January 6th or Jeremy Brown. He's he's in he's in the gulag, basically. Um, and uh, he came up and he goes, hey, what's all this? And I'm like reading it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is my wanted poster. He goes, well, rip that crap off the wall and take it with you, dude. That's a badge of honor. So next thing you know, it ended up in my rucksack. I had it. I've had it ever since. I've got this wanted poster for this dude that was just shooting guys in the balls. So and when it breaks down, actually, the translation, the Farsi translation to what is actually said or the posthume translation of what it is actually said, it was uh, man who punches people in balls. And, uh, but the word they used was more of a, it's like a cuss word that doesn't translate into English. So I just said it was Dick Punch and everybody was just like, that's it. That's your nickname from now on. So my nickname on the radio, anytime was anybody was talking to me, he's like, Hey, Dick Punch. Hey, hit that guy run to the left. Gotcha. So anyway, you, you fight your fight, um, the way you do with the law. And when the time comes, we'll, we'll fight our fight. Um, and, uh, and, and maybe we'll, we'll have a, a special surprise for Fauci. So we'll, we'll see if, if he has any testicular fortitude left when we're done with him. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> and I appreciate you guys having me. I really do. Uh, we love having you on, sir. I, I really appreciate it. All Fantastic. Right. So All right. either way, uh, again, Thomas Rance, go to his website. I just yes, did. And Renz, I, I, I signed up for his yep. Substack. Uh, I can't wait to get my first. Rens-law.com, right? I didn't even know about it. Yes, yep. ma'am. Rens-law.com. Please. Fantastic. Anything you can do to help us. We're very grateful. 
And uh, thank you all. Thank all the Patriots watching this. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you being on. We appreciate you fighting for us. And uh, let us know if there's anything in the future that we can do to help you. And uh, pass our best on to Dr. Artis. Yeah. I I really do hope that uh, if he ever needs any help, especially protection, I might know a group of guys that would be willing to do that. Just tell him to click that Calendly link and I'll stop uh, blowing up his assistant's email with requests for interviews. (laughs) I'll let my assistant know and I'll see what I can do with it. There you go. Awesome. All we right. appreciate it, sir. Fantastic. We will uh, talk to you later. Yes. And thank you so much for your time and for everything you're doing. Because, yes, you know, we, we we really we we couldn't do this without you. You know, we're 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 just talking. Um, yeah. You actually come on here and tell us about what you're doing. Yeah. We're we're Rand Paul and you're Ron Johnson. So, yeah. Well, you got to listen. If you don't talk, nobody knows. So you guys are heroes on that. And I'm grateful. So I hope everybody supports you guys, shares your show and keeps listening. So. We appreciate it, sir. Uh, yep, and and uh, and we will keep uh, promoting you and praying for you. So, and I know everyone here uh, will be praying for you as well. So, thanks again for your time, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks much. All right, we'll talk Have to you a later. Great night. Wow, I think you scared him. Why? <laughs> no, he's getting a kick I out of it. I don't, I don't think that, that. I don't think you can scare that dude. Um, oh yikes! But uh, yeah, uh, you guys, I need to send you guys. Hold on, what is this? I want to. Uh, me oh my I, I need to send you guys a copy of this handout that i was given at a local school about exploring your sexual orientations the questions on this thing you guys the majority of the rapes committed by are by heterosexuals do you think it's safe for a heterosexual to teach children as school teachers coaches etc and more what you have me oh my you've got to be fucking yes you do have to send that to us I need to see that. Yes, like ASAP. And you know what? We're actually going to have a guest on um, next week specifically talking about this subject. She's been fighting against um, the, and, and like, this is going to be a very explicit one, like the books that they can't read at the school board meetings yeah. because they're so explicit. Like she's one of the people that's been fighting that. So she'll be on next week, I believe. So, hey, uh, um, W rain, try, uh, Mick V at gmail.com. Yeah. M I C M I C V L Y N N at gmail.com. I don't know why this, this uh, proton mail thing changed over and I don't know what it is. 99% of the rapists are heterosexual. Why are straights so So sexually sexually aggressive? That's what the, that's what the pamphlet says. Wow. Yeah. That's some fucked up shit right there. Wow. Uh, Tom was, until the origin possibly possibly you're absolutely right oh okay well fantastic so um well all right so speaking of dr fauci why don't you play that first clip because we were talking about now i gotta go back and change it thanks didn't we said we were gonna play that one first i had gone to the other one because you said this was sent from oh yeah but anyway yeah i got you Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to wait one minute and let me set this up okay so we've got a lot, though, to talk about tonight because there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going on. Some big stuff happened today. Um, obviously, the biggest one being what? Actually, no, we're not going to start with that retard. We're going to start with this because um, I got to get through this because this is huge. And if you don't realize what's going on right now, I'm going to probably blow your mind on more than one level. But give me one second. Let me get to it. There it is. Boom. All right. So. Obviously, I am going to start with the biggest news of the day because Elon Musk dropped two bombs today. First, yes. first he offered to buy Twitter at for 30 
$1.8 billion. That was the first offer given to the Twitter CEO um, today, uh, which was turned down. Um, it was completely turned down. They said no. Now, understand what that means. There, well, first of all, there's a whole bunch of shit going on here in the background that I've got to explain. So really quick, I'm going to just read this article. This is from Epic Times. It's real quick. Elon Musk made an offer to buy 100% of Twitter for around $43 billion. That was the second offer was $43 billion. According to regulatory filing, the tech mogul saying that he wants to actualize the company's extraordinary potential by becoming a true platform of free speech. Musk offered to buy out Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, according to a letter addressed to the uh, chairman, Brett Taylor, uh, attached the exhibit filing with Securities Exchange Commission on April 14th. Now, understand the SEC hates Elon Musk. They hate Elon Musk because Elon Musk has a whole buttload of cash. Either way, I will say though, 5420 in and of itself is is a bit of a troll because the the share price was $50 and he added $4.20 to it. No, it wasn't a, a troll. Literally two weeks ago, Twitter was Twitter was selling at on the market mm -hmm. for $38 a share. Mm -hmm. Just yesterday, yeah. until this came out, until rumors of this came out, yeah. Twitter was trending at $32.50 a share. Oh, so this is like 46% more. 46% uptick on what Holy shit balls. so okay what he did yep. was he offered to buy it for 38 billion right yep yep so they said no so hold on listen mm -hmm. so what he did was he made an initial offer his initial offer was for 38 building billion yeah okay that 38 billion offer was not high enough because what is the one thing they're trying to do the one thing every stockholder every chairperson on that board they just want to make money exactly they don't give a shit about That's anything else the they want to make part. money so think about this well everybody said well blackrock can jump no blackrock can't blackrock has nothing to do with it blackrock has a duty too blackrock is a money manager blackrock has a duty too mm -hmm. who's their duty to their shareholders. Exactly. Yeah. And making them money. Yeah. So, so you they, need to tell me that BlackRock's going to go to, let's say, the New York City Police Department pension fund and tell the police officers there that they did not sell their Twitter shares when they could have made more than 46%. StreamYard has lost access to your Twitch account. What? Dude. What fuck? Did they shut us down on Twitch? Your account is currently wow, suspended. Wow, we just got suspended on Twitch. Wow. Holy, Holy shit. Balls, Batman. Wow. The same thing happened to Justin today midstream. Holy crap. They shut down a second stream? Yeah. Midstream. Wow. Midstream today. I texted him when it happened. Oh shit. All right. So everyone's got to go over to Rumble. So let me um let me pop this into Telegram uh, and let everyone know. Go to see, Rumble. See if you can pop it in there. I can't. There's nothing I can do. It doesn't go to Twitch anymore. Okay. All right, then. So our Twitch stream got shut yep. down. Streamers lost access to all accounts. Stream. Damn. Please go to Rumble to watch the show. Wow. 
Well, I'm not surprised. I'm actually surprised we lasted as long as we did. We made it all the way through Thomas Renz on on uh, Twitch, so that's something. It is. That, that is odd. Uh, either way, the big part of it is Elon Musk, he goes in, he offers to buy out Twitter for $54.20 a share, which is obviously significantly more. I know this afternoon Twitter had an emergency board meeting and then immediately following that board meeting, they had an emergency meeting with all of their employees. Um, the reason for the emergency meeting for all their employees, I haven't heard yet, but I'm going to go ahead and guess that the emergency meeting for all their employees was to let them know, Hey, look, we're taking the offer from Elon Musk. I would think so. Because you're not going to give that offer up. I would hope 20 so. a share. I mean, that's 30 more, Seriously. 20 more dollars per share that you weren't making yesterday. So either way, earlier news of Musk's greater involvement in Twitter, including his potential ascension to the board member, was met with calls from conservatives for him to chart a new course for the company. Monica Crowley, former assistant secretary for the Treasury uh, under Trump, said in a tweet, now Elon Musk is Twitter's largest shareholder. He should demand the end of political censorship, company-wide reform, and reinstatement from the president for the president, Donald Trump. Twitter banned the former president from the platform following the January 6th Capitol breach, claiming that the posts violated the glorification of violence. Uh, policy it needs to be transformed must letter to Taylor makes it clear that he's looking for press to come uh, press of some kind of a free speech shakeup for Twitter. That being said, let me play this for you because I think this is more important. And we're going to jump into this real quick. Cause I think this is um, where the really the, I, I think the uh, really the, Rubber meets the road here. Let's hear liberals lose their absolute living mind. Fraction. That's not quite couch change, but not. But oh, very quickly, can I tell you? Yes. This, this is a, a comment from Elon in the SEC filing. Uh, it's to Brett Taylor, the chairman of the board. He says, I invested in Twitter as I believe its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. Wow. And I believe free speech is a, a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. However, since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. As a result, I'm offering to pay 100% of Twitter for 54.20 a share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter, and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced. My offer is my best and final offer, and is, if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. Now, real quick, folks, there's a lot here that has to be unpacked. And we're going to unpack it for you. So first, he says, look, I'm going to give you more than what currently is the asking price of all of your shares currently on the stock market. And he did that. He goes up to 54.20 a share and he offers them that. And then he says, so that that's a that's a big one because there is no way in f and hell that anybody is going to look at that gift horse and say, "You know what? My share was trading at $38 a share yesterday. Today it's 54.20 a share. There is no the amount of money that you're going to make off of that is in the billions. In the billions easy for what Twitter's worth." Yeah. That being said, he moves on and he says, "This is my Last and final offer concerning my want to buy your company. 
Yeah, I'm not playing games. This is it. This, this is, is it. this is the best and final offer. So no negotiations. That is never used unless you're talking about a nuclear option and you're talking about a complete hostile takeover. Yeah. So VLIN gets the W on this one because she called it. She legitimately called it the other day when we first heard about him becoming a majority shareholder in Twitter. Um, he, she said, well, I'm thinking now that there's possibly a, you know, a hostile takeover. And I was like, well, we haven't seen any leanings that way. And we hadn't. But when he got his memorandum that said, hey, would you like to be a board member? And he said, no. I was like, mm, I was leaning a little bit more that way too to a hostile takeover. And now look at where we're at. So he said, the company needs to be transformed. Musk's letter to Taylor makes it clear that he's looking uh, to press some kind of free speech shakeup at Twitter. Since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve the social. Uh, yeah, I can't even say it. Societal imperative. Societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed into a private company. So what he's talking about there is pulling Twitter from the open market making Twitter a closed market brand. Yeah. Which I'm down with. That's It'd be, fine. A, a, well, it's a private company. And isn't that what you, they were saying all the time? It's a private company. If you don't like it, go somewhere else, but, make your own. But when you get that, okay, now you've taken away anybody that can tell you, no, you're not allowed to say that on Twitter. You've just removed everybody's voice that can actually hamper free speech. So for a known libertarian, which we know Elon Musk is a known libertarian, we can also assume in the same breath that his free speech that he's talking about, he doesn't want anybody else telling him what anybody can and cannot say on that platform. That being said, my offer is my best and final offer. Now, again, this is a nuclear option. He said, I would need to reconsider my portion my position as a shareholder. That being said, he owns currently 9.2% of the stock. That being said, reconsidering his position, if he just dumped all of his, his, his shares on the market tomorrow, let's say they said no to his offer. Tomorrow morning, you wake up at 9 a.m. when the market goes live on the East Coast, Twitter shares all of a sudden plummet. Why would they plummet? Well, he just sold all of his stock. Mm -hmm. He owns 9.2%. It cost him almost $3 billion just to get 9.2% of the stock. Okay. That's, that's a lot of stock right there. And he's about to flood the market with stock. And there's not enough people to buy it from Twitter. That would cripple Twitter. That wouldn't just cripple it. That would destroy Twitter. Twitter would become destroyed. There would be no Twitter after that. Because it would be absolutely destroyed. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna buy into that. Uh, he was about the only guy that could. Uh, at the time, reporting Twitter's shares were up nearly seven percent pre-market trading as of this morning. Seven percent pre-market trading. You're you're talking the share went from uh, thirty-two fifty a share to just over forty-five dollars a share. So still, I mean, the shareholders are still going to make bank. I'd yeah. be pissed Easy. if they don't take the 5420. And if he pulls out, I mean, it's gone up that much with just the, just him making the offer. Yeah. If it pulls out, it's going to tank so hard Yep. because if Elon Musk doesn't buy Twitter, 
every conservative that's left on Twitter, and there are still quite a few of us, is going to pull out because then there's no hope, right? If if Elon Musk doesn't buy Twitter, then there's no hope of it ever being free ever again. Ever and again. it's pointless for us to be there anymore. So the Epic Times reached out to Twitter for comment uh, on Musk's buyout bid. The company responded with a statement saying that it received Musk's unsolicited non-binding proposal, adding that it would carefully review it and take decisions that it believes are the best interest of the companies and the stockholders. That to me tells me that you're actually reviewing the offer and you're saying, well, holy fuck, maybe we've got to sell this bitch. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you folks, this is huge on so many different levels. Um, it destroys, this just shows you the liberals. They're not about free speech. They're not about any speech platform, they are about themselves and only themselves. I guarantee when they had that little meeting with their employees today, the meeting involved or surrounded a little area where they sat there and said, Hey, look guys, uh, you guys have done a great job for the company. You really have, um, you guys, gals, it's things, those, them, they, they're those over there, those guys, that thing, what the fuck are you and who the fuck are you? <laughs> you guys have done a Y'all have a done a, a great, great job thing. for Twitter. It's been fantastic. You've been, it's been a great ride. I, I, you know what? Though? But I apologize. I will say. No, stop. But I apologize because we have been offered a ridiculous amount of money from Elon Musk. And there's no way that we can turn this man down because we would be shot as shareholders if we turn this man down. That being said, good luck. We look forward to seeing you in the future. If you don't choose to work here anymore, Godspeed. If you choose to work here in the future, Godspeed. But for the shareholders and I, we're out. That's exactly the conversation. I put money on it. That was the conversation they had. And and because there's no way that anybody's going to pass that deal up. You know, if Elon Musk succeeds, which I think he will, and buys Twitter and brings it private, which he will, there's no one there that's still going to have a job. They're all fucking gone anyway. Well, they wouldn't stick around. That's for I mean, they, they'd be better off staying until he fires them because he'll probably give them a pretty good severance package. Um, if they quit, they get nothing. But um, I'm betting they're I mean, he is going to clean house. So I, I, I got to be honest with you right now. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope. I, I've seen the writing on the wall. I you know, it's just like anything else in this world. Sometimes you get some wins. Sometimes you get some losses, that type of shit. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But um, I I look at it this way. One of the biggest things that I think we can take from this is we're, you're about to see exactly how liberals operate in the background. Because that's exactly what's about to happen. If Twitter breaks apart, let's say just for instance, right? Cause one of my favorite things to listen to in the morning, cause I love to get the five minutes of bullshit that I get every morning is obviously from Politico playbook. Oh, I I've thought you were meaning from me. Oh, you get more than five minutes from me. Yeah. I was about to say, you're like an <laughs> okay. you're a all day event. Either way, Politico playbook, a great fucking, um, site that I love to go listen to because I got to get my liberal dump in the morning because it actually causes me to go take a shit. So I was going to say, do it, you listen to it while, while you're actually taking a dump? It equals out. No, no, it causes it makes it, it happen. It makes okay. it happen. All right. So my point is, is what I like to do is go in there, do that and then go take a shit because anything they tell me, I just dump right out. <laughs> but 
one of the best things about this morning's was listening to the Elon Musk controversy this morning, which was hysterical because this little Simon Naga, not going to work here anymore. So it doesn't really matter <laughs> was promoting how Facebook and Twitter were free speech platforms. And I'm sitting there going, no, Wait a they're minute. not, not even Elon Musk believes that no shit. shit. So get the fuck out of here with that. For real. It, it had me, uh, man, it, it had me rolling this morning. I'll just tell you that it was, uh, it was good, but wow. Um, Either way, uh, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm I'm not real happy about all this that we can't even that we got kicked off of Twitch. Well, yeah. I'm actually I'm midstream. I'm, I, I mean, I, I want to know if everybody so, knows how to find us now. It's, it's um, fucked up. So I'm I'm we have a lot of people from the Red Pill Project watching us on on that platform. So we've got people in D Live um, and Foxhole. Uh, so. Yeah, D Live is still up. Foxhole's still up. Um, Do we have people in D Live? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I didn't know D Live people were actually listening. Uh, I don't know if it's our D Live, but it's it's um, the other because we go in on. Oh, welcome, that, folks! Welcome, welcome, welcome. That stream, so. and we got to get in on the uh, Foxhole. I guess I'm I'm going to shift. You're going to have to shift. We're shifting over to Foxhole. We're going to have to shift. Everybody else, look for us on Foxhole. That's where we're going to be from now on. Yep. Uh, I'm going to figure out how I'm going to do this because this is going to be really weird. Because one of us is going to get kind of covered up. Maybe I can do a long bar across the top for all the comments. Maybe that's the way I'll do it. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll, we're going to figure out the Foxhole thing. Um, Really quick before we uh, don't get any further for the wolf pack, of course, because uh, my hat's off to you all, you mm -hmm. savages and the patriots who are out here. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And really quick, just in case you're wondering, uh, we're going to play this too. And now a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fantastic. Because I figured this fit. Look this. Douchebag speak. Today? Maybe. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I'm still in the studio. That's a problem. Boom. Yeah. That, That's there problem. you go. Boom. All right. I should do it. There we go. Told you I'd get it. Yeah, I figured out one day. How concerning is the outbreak in China? We see the lockdown in Shanghai and the State Department now ordering families out, all non-essential workers out of Shanghai. Well, China has has a number of problems, two of which are that their complete lockdown, which was their approach, a strictest lockdown that you'd never be able to implement in the United States, although that prevents the spread of infection. And remember, early on, they were saying, and I think accurately, that they were doing better than almost anybody else. But lockdown has its consequences. You use lockdowns to get people vaccinated so that when you open up, you won't have a surge of infections because you're dealing with an immunologically naive population to the virus because they've not really been exposed because of the lockdown. The problem is that the vaccines that they've been using are not nearly as effective as the vaccines that are used in the United States, the UK, EU, and other places. Huh. Yes, the lockdowns aren't working as well because of the EU and other places. Really? What the fuck is he talking about? I, he's such a... He's, he's actually saying that what's going on in Shanghai right now is a good thing. Uh, no, I don't... I disagree completely. Um, I, 
I don't know about you all, but I completely disagree. Yeah. I don't think that's stupid. Yep. Uh, I'm actually trying to log into. Oh, shit. Whoa, what are you doing? I hope I fix you. Wow. No, don't oh, do that. Yeah, that's a, that's terrible. Oh, that's a weird one. Yikes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was interesting in and out of itself to see that. Uh, I don't know our password, so that's an issue. Um, all right, so the people over there are asking, though, because I can see the chat, but I can't respond in the chat, so they want our links. So uh, if you... We're not on Twitch anymore, but we do have our Rumble channel, uh, the Patriot Party podcast on Rumble, and uh, as well as on CloudHub and DLive and... Um, yeah, we're going to be joining Foxhole. Or you can listen to the audio show at thepatriotparty.podbean.com and that will let you listen on whatever audio platform uh, that you listen on. So when we do these live shows, I turn it into an, shit. an MP3. Look at all these people. Yes, I know. I turn it into an MP3 podcast uh, that night. Uh, it produces overnight and then I drop it about 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so about 12 hours later so that you can listen on your way to work if you missed the whole live show. Um, so we'll do, I, we do a live I'm, show at night and the podcast version drops the next morning. And then if you guys don't know, because we don't actually stream this on the Red Pills channels because there's a competing show, but we do have a Saturday night show called True Spiracy. We go about three hours usually on True Spiracy. Starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and it's pretty kick-ass. So this we, this Saturday, we're going to do another roundtable um, with some of our favorite podcasters. I think Josh is going to pop in for a while. Um, of course, uh, yeah, Wolfpack, out, Justin will yeah, probably be there. Justin uh, might pop in. Rained out. Rancast is coming. Janet, um, possibly deplorable Janet. Yeah. From deplorable nation. Yep. Kyle from the um, big dumb podcast. Yep. Um, so, you know, we'll, uh, maybe Mitch from down the rabbit hole. So we like to bridge the, the news and the, uh, the occult and the conspiracy conspiracy yeah. realm we and bring, bring them all, it all together, together so. because it's more fun when you can actually put together people uh, and you can put together different types of ties. I, I love to always see how it wraps into something else because conspiracies aren't just about one topic and one fell, you know, fell swoop. They, they, they come around, they have different layers we've like all, onions we have gotten we've all gotten to the same answer from different approaches and uh i i like, love seeing like my theory on um well not really theory that the jab disconnects you from god at the genetic level i got there through one path and i've had so many other people that have come to me and said they got the, to the same place from a different path uh you know it the Anons decoding Q posts did yeah. the same thing, yep. right? And I said all the time, especially in regards to the Q posts, everyone took that information and they researched it independent of each other. And sometimes they came up with the same answers and sometimes they came up with different answers, but those different answers didn't negate each other. Sometimes they were all right because those posts had so many different, different layers of yeah. meanings. Um, and I talk about the, the different timelines, the past timeline, present timeline, present at that time, and the future timeline for Q, which I think we're coming into now. But some of those posts had all of those timelines in one post. And you, you had to figure out what was what. In fact, I think there was a Q post that was coming up today. Um, 
Real quick, uh, Kathy seven hundred two, welcome. Uh, uh, we've never i we didn't have any we didn't have a whole lot of people following us on D Live, but now I see there's a bunch of people. Yeah, people are starting um, to hit us up. That's sweet. Kathy seven hundred two, welcome. Wheels eighty four, uh, thank you and welcome. Um, Canada fall uh, storms up. Storms up. Welcome, all of you. Um, you guys are uh what is this iberian girl hey iberian girl justin thomas uh iodine um all right and uh hello man uh welcome welcome all of you i shoot i didn't even know this was so big outstanding <laughs> hey welcome excellent and uh let's see glock went over to rumble so some people are finding us over there so okay. that's good too um so yeah our rumble rumble listeners just or Viewers just jumped up, so that's uh, that's good. Just jumped up big. So hi we, everyone. We that, appreciate that it. Got kicked out of Twitch and found us on Rumble. So thank you for we following really us over here. So let's see. Um, our man uh, said, "Let's see. Trump is the snake." You know what? <sighs> we played his reading of the woman in the snake last night, and I brought up the question. How long has he known? Because when you well, when you think about it, as we just he found out up tonight, six years ago, as as and, and this is weird. Okay, so folks, I, I was going to go on with the rest of the stories, but we're fucked right now, and I'm kind of blown away that we just got kicked out like we did. But either way, I'm not because I saw it happen to Justin this afternoon. So I'm really quick. Um, it is what it is. Just so you guys are aware, uh, for everybody, everybody on D Live Rumble, where everybody's listening to us right now, we appreciate it. First of all, we appreciate y'all following us. We really do. Uh, I do. I this is a big deal for me. Um, this is awesome. I I didn't even know, and here we are. We're sitting at D Live right now. I never thought this was going to happen, and here <laughs> I am sitting here watching. It's fucking outstanding. Uh, love it. Either way, uh, with the Trump thing and everything else I just heard today, uh, one of the big things was, like I said to Thomas Rents, I, I explained to him my position. I, like I said, I am vaccinated. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit. Um, I fucking really don't care. Uh, yes, I went and got vaccinated. I was a firefighter. I was an EMT. I was a paramedic. I, well, not a paramedic, but I was an EMT. It's a good thing the jab didn't kill him because if it had, I'd have dug his corpse up and killed them all over again but. had had a lot of folks uh i i was worried about bringing stuff home that i didn't think i should bring home uh didn't really think about it too much went and did it whatever um but i got i did it like real real early on when they first offered it to all folks who were first responders first responders i did it while trump was still in office i know after piecing together emails that fauci had released in foia documents and everything else when we did our big whiteboard if you go back and you mm -hmm. go into our uh shows if you go back to uh it was last year shit probably about this time uh the foia was released with all the documents all the emails that fauci was involved in i went through each one of the emails i pulled them apart i started doing a timeline and i got to tell you when i put the timeline together Fauci knew what this shit was well before any of us did, uh, probably years ago. Um, and I can tell you right now, there's a lot of shit in there that I, I got. I started researching. I found out about 23andMe. I found out about the Human Genome Project. I found out about Ancestry.com, how they were taking all of our DNA from folks here in the United States, and they were sending it directly to China, more specifically to the Wuhan lab in China. Why were they doing it to the Wuhan lab in China? Because they were testing foreign-born illnesses against us. Um, I was able to piece all of that together by just going through all those emails. Long story short, as you 
continue down this road in July when I realized that what was in this thing and how horrible it is for you. I went and had my blood tested being a former military guy and uh, also having more than 100% disability from the military. I went to Bethesda because everything I've ever done, everything I've ever had done to me is at Bethesda. They have all my fucking they have all my medical records. They know all the proce procedures that have been uh, been done to me. Everything that could have been done has been done to me at Bethesda. So I went in there and I'm sitting there and uh, uh, have my blood taken. And the doctor there said, Hey, um, she, she drew my blood. It was a buddy of mine that I knew he was my neurosurgeon. So then I pushed out, I left, I was, we were actually traveling. We were getting ready to internationally travel. Um, and I flew down to, uh, Atlanta while I was waiting to catch my flight out of Atlanta. I got a phone call from my doctor friend and he said, Hey, by the way, just want to let you know, you have zero spike proteins floating around in your body. And I was like, well, is that weird? He said, yes and no. He said, it's weird that you don't have any because even at a microbial level, you should still be reproducing at least one or two. The fact that you have none tells me one of two things. And I said, what's that? He said, one, my theory is correct. Or two, um, you got a placebo. Which either was a possibility given the time frame in which you got to your job. Exactly. So I was like, okay, so which one do you think it is? He's like, uh, which one do you want me to think it is? I was just like, well, I guess you can't tell me. He's like, no, I have no idea, dude, without doing some more tests and studying you a little bit more. He's just like, I'm trying to get everybody who has been, he was trying to get everybody who's been injected with anthrax and how the, the, the shot, the jab, whatever COVID reacts to anthrax. And, and this I, was nine months ago. So it was the time, before the large majority of the military had been vaccinated. At the time, I had no idea what he was getting at. I didn't get it. And then the other night uh, after Watch the Water came out, I'm sitting there going, wait, hold the fucking phone. What the hell's going on? So I went about and I sent him a text message. I said, Hey, uh, did you see this thing yet? And I sent him the link to watch the water. He texted me back and he said, yeah, he said, uh, this is his text to me was this. Oh, I want to make sure that I didn't, I don't screw this up. So his text to me was this. He said, yeah. He said, why did you, what did you think I wanted your blood for? So I'm like, wait a minute, what? He said, yeah, what did you think I wanted your blood for? He said, I still don't understand, doc. He said, dude, we've known. This is nothing new. I, I was like, whoa, 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 hold the fuck, hold the fucking phone. I, I was like, you've known? Yeah. He's like, he said the biggest difference between anthrax and any anti-venomant out there is anthrax is a poly. Polyclonal antibody. Po polyclonal antibody, which means it can adapt and wield its anger and its ability to destroy viruses pretty much at will. And I'm sitting there going. Are you fucking kidding me? So I told her that this morning when I read the the text messages when I came home from the gym. I, Which, I, I'm just mind you, you, it's all. the first day of spring break, so it's the first time that I didn't have to get up at 
5.45 in the morning you didn't to get, get the kid to school. This morning. You got up at 6 o'clock this morning. You said 6.30 this morning. First day of spring break, you yeah. woke my ass up at 6 o'clock yeah. in the morning to tell me that. And I did not get to go back to sleep because then the insane puppy posse was up and they were fighting. So I had to deal with them. And then when they went back to sleep, I was awake. So thank you very much. You were on the first day of spring break. Yeah, I do that. Just saying. But uh, <laughs> Wheels 84, he said... Uh, what about Trump releases it all? When Trump releases it all, Fauci, Fauci is, is gone, I gone, heard. Gone, I heard. How, have much intel myself, not as much patriot as you, I'm sure. I'm stuck. No, you're not. Shit. Dude, you can reach out to us. McVlyn at, at gmail.com. M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N at not, gmail. Let us know. Shoot shoot me an email, dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll drop whatever you want. Dude, I don't give a fuck. I will talk about whatever. In Illinois, it sucks. I'm trying, but I won't. I won't. So, um, it does suck too. I can tell you that it right does. Now. So anyway, so when Mick told me that this morning and then he went off to work and left me wide awake, um, I, I started digging in and because first off I wanted to see, I, I wanted to be able to provide the receipts for what the doctor told Mick about, um, anthrax vaccine being a monoclonal or polyclonal Anybody. antibody. So the very first thing that I found uh, was from NIH, investigation of a panel of monoclonal antibodies and polyclonal sera against anthrax toxins resulted in identification of an anti-lethal factor antibody with disease-enhancing characteristics. Hmm. And I was like, wait, what? Now, this was from 2015. 2015. Yep. Didn't Dr. Artis talk about something going on in 2015? Most certainly did. He sure did. Right. So anyway, um, and this is, this is PubMed and, um, from Parul Kulshritha. Anyway, uh, he sounds Indian dot, not feather. Um, so basically what it gets down to, uh, Hybridomas were created using spleen of mice that were actively immunized with RLFN, recombinant N-terminal domain of lethal factor. Okay. Later on, separate groups of mice were immunized with an RLFN to obtain a polyclonal control for passive immunization studies of monoclonal antibodies. This led to the identification of one cohort of RLFN immunized mice that harbored disease enhancing polyclonal antibodies. So some polyclonal antibodies, depending on where it comes from, can actually make whatever disease you have enhanced, which is exactly what the jab does. We talk about that all the time. That's why we're seeing an explosion of cancer and, and all of this. Okay, yeah. so at the, at the same time, the monoclonal antibodies secreted by all the hybridomas were being tested. Two hybridomas secreted monoclonal antibodies, H10 and H8, that were cross-reactive with edema factor and lethal factor, while the other two hybridomas secreted LF-specific antibodies, H7 and H11. Single chain variable fragment was derived from H10 hybridoma. H11 was found to have disease enhancing property. Combination of H11 with protective monoclonal antibodies, H8 and H10, <coughs> reduced its disease enhancing nature. Now, you ready for this one? H8 and H10. What mm -hmm. are those two? What are those two specifically uh, surrounding? 
Those two actually have something to do with COVID because H8 and H10 are the two that they found had the most success against COVID. The monoclonal antibodies. Of the monoclonal antibodies. But yeah. you got to remember, that's a single antibody that they are injecting into your into your body that's floating around your bloodstream, yeah. reconnoitering your bloodstream with um, the versions of fully assault, you know, tactical weapons, maybe even some nukes, grenades, and RPGs in the, there. The way I understand it is monoclonal and monoclonal antibodies and polyclonal antibodies is like the difference between what the COVID jab is supposed to do and natural immunity from, say, Omicron. No, right? a, a because, polyclonal antibody, mm -hmm. essentially what a polyclonal antibody can do is it basically is a shapeshifter, if you will. Um, thinking about the way the world works, it's a shapeshifter. It morphs and adjusts uh, its fire. So it's basically like a big, great big gun battery shooting bombs at people. And as you move and do stuff, it adjusts fire and moves with you. It will do whatever it's, it takes on, whatever form it needs to take on to defeat whatever's coming at it. It's so, a bird shot versus a 22. No, it's even better. It's, uh, it's like a 203 buckshot round okay. fired from a 203 like a, a a grenade launcher if you've never seen that it's pretty badass it's like one of the pimpest things i've ever seen i've ever fired and it literally leaves a spray pattern that'll cut a human being in half and it fires ball bearings that are about roughly uh just about that big anyway long story short that part of it is very accurate and it does great against most diseases a matter of fact it destroys most diseases mm -hmm. which is why I'm guessing they wanted my blood to see how my blood reacted to, they wanted to see how my blood reacted to the. And because you had that last round of anthrax, yep. we know that that one specifically was the polyclonal antibody one because they started with that in 2012 with soldiers and that's when you got it. Yep. Um, so then from that first research study, I, it led me to another one, <laughs> human monoclonal antibodies against anthrax lethal factor and protective antigen act independently to protect against bacillus anthrax. So infection and enhance indigenous immunity to anthrax. Okay. So what that is, is if you think about what your bacilli is, your bacilli is the little hair in your airway tract. It's it basically picking up the dust of anthrax. It keeps it in your body. What happens is uh, basically a boil forms around it and it infects your body with anthrax. That's how it gets in your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. That's how it moves through your body so fast. That's how it kills you so fast. Well, what now, this one is specifically talking about is a longer term effect. So it starts with the unpredictable nature of bioterrorism and the absence of real-time detection systems have highlighted the need for efficient post-exposure therapy for anthrax infection. One approach is passive immunization through the administration of antibodies that mitigate the biological action of the anthrax toxin. So that's why even though you had this polyclonal antibody infusion in 2012, a decade later, it is still active because the infusion that they specifically gave you is basically the long-term one. It lasts for a it, it lasts for a long time. Yeah, well, no, it it can well the difference between that is it does not fuse with any other cells in your body. It itself is a lone cell, but it reproduces just like any other cell. So what is the one thing a cell will do just like a human will do? It will reproduce. That's its goal. 
It becomes less, less lethal, however it continues to reproduce. That being said, a polyclonal antibody is more likely to reproduce, stay in your bloodstream, and not do any damage to any other organs. However, a monoclonal antibody over a set amount of time can do great amounts of damage. That's why the first thing they talked about when they started talking about monoclonal antibodies, how your kidney was going to fall out of your fucking body. It was just going to fall directly out of your asshole. That is not true. No, that, that happens with remdesivir, not monoclonal antibodies. Exactly. And remdesivir will do that to you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, it'll shut them down anyway. So anyway, that, that article led me or that paper led me to another one. Uh, this is from the American Society of Microbiology, also in the NIH website. Uh, prophylaxis and therapy of inhalation anthrax by a novel monoclonal antibody to protective antigen that mimics vaccine-induced immunity. Well, that's only a mirror image of vaccine-induced mm -hmm. immunity. It's yes. not an actual immunity. So, but that's, that was the other one that, that also told me that in that final round, you've got the, the polyclonal antibodies and not the initial vaccine. Well, the initial, the different, biggest difference between the initial vaccine and the second, third, fourth, fifth, whichever round it was, uh, the, the initial one was big white. It was nasty. It was thick. Mm -hmm. It was disgusting. It went in the back of my arm. I was sick for like two weeks. Yep. I had like a 108 degree fever. I was puking, shitting. I couldn't keep any food down. I barely could keep water down. And they said, don't worry, it'll go away. And they just kept touching me. Don't worry, it'll go away. I had a huge goiter on the back of my arm yep. that just didn't, when that goiter went away, I felt fine. Everything was fine. My, my whole body like went right back to normal and I was good. After that, when I got the last round, it was completely clear and it was half of the syringe that they had given me the first time. The first time was a full syringe that went right in the back of my tricep. It was, oh, it's horrible. And then the second round, it was just a clear shot. They stuck in the side of my arm and I was like, holy shit. Well, that wasn't that bad. And uh, they said, oh, that's not what you think it is. Well, then what I is said, it? Well, what is it then? And they were like, come on, it's the army, man. Uh-huh, because that was the polyclonal antibodies. Well, that was the answer. I mean, it was the Army. They yep. didn't tell us what we were no, getting but because that's we what were we lab know now. So yeah. that, that I think is, that's why, that's why I think Dr. Artis is right. I, I think Dr. Artis is right on so many I think different he's levels. onto something. There's something there. I think we've got to keep researching. I think there's a lot of questions that still have to be answered. Especially with, and Josh brought up a very good point last night when we were on his show. Um, because he said the bird flu in China, which they make all of our vaccines in China, right? They don't make yep. anything here. Um, the bird flu in China, they had to kill all the chickens. Well, you brought up the point that they're doing the same thing here right now. They because, are doing the same thing here yeah, right I now. Know. This, yeah. The same fake bird flu. Yes. Um, and part of that I think is, is for starvation and supply chain reasons, but then it could also be for this. Although I don't think they, I mean, they don't really, really make vaccines here. They do it in China, but because they didn't have any chicken eggs to use, they were using snake, snake eggs, eggs. Yep. to make the vaccines. So that also brings in that evil serpent aspect of it. And it just doesn't surprise me that they, it doesn't shock me at all. In fact, it makes perfect sense as evil as we know that they are. Of course they would use a, a serpent. Of course they would use a snake. And what else would they use? Really? Well, Wheel said, uh, go down without lead flying, but thank you, brother. Wish everyone uh, 
had one another's back. Another's back, back and we do do for one another means a lot. Not a problem, sir. Feel alone in Illinois, that's for sure. Uh, they are taking me to court because uh, refused to send my nine-year-old to school. What a shit time for us all. Um, yeah, no shit. Um, the magic question is, what is our future still of us? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, I'm lost, really. Uh, hopefully, you stay safe. I'll be back as well. Bill Gates and the mosquitoes, don't forget. Real quick, the as for you going to school, I, I hope you're homeschooling your kid, honestly. But I, in order to homeschool legally, you do have to fill out a form online. Um, it's pretty easy. And I believe if you go to the H, I think it's called HDLS, the um, homeschool H, HSDLS, yeah. uh, something like that. We talked about it. If you go back in Rumble and you look at the one of the episodes, we did an episode with uh, Casey Jones from the Peelback Report, and we talked about it with her um, because she advised us on how to go about legally homeschooling your kid. And if you sign up with them, it's like the the home home defense legal action or something like that. It's like 120 bucks, but they'll give you a lawyer to help you with that. So, I heard from her in a bit. We got to get her back on. She moved. She moved out of California into like Wyoming or someplace. So Good. she's just starting to ramp back up, I think. Uh, but yes, I definitely need to get her As back on. As for the future, uh, the future, uh, honestly, I, I don't know if we make it through the future without lead flying. I got to be honest with we you. We don't. I don't and think it's coming this is going to be, I, I see a lot of things that are coming that are just changing the way everything is being done right now. And uh, it ain't getting much better for all of us. I mean, honestly, this is, it's going to be biblical. That's just, it's, it's what it is. Um, you want to know about the future? Read the Bible. Yeah. I, well, that, that is a, an revelations. Agreement. That is an agreement. Yeah. Um, but as for tonight though, uh, we are quickly running out of time. Either way, uh, <laughs> not, not quite. We're, we're still good there. Um, no, we're not. Well, no, we're not. Um, we still got, uh, tomorrow night. We will be on a D we will be on Foxhole. Uh, tomorrow night's Friday. Uh, that is Friday. So Saturday night, our Saturday first, night, our yes. first stream on Foxhole will be Saturday night. So if you don't have a Foxhole account, go get a Foxhole account. Uh, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm not going to play these games no more. We're just going to okay. stream directly. We to do Foxhole. still have like, 20 minutes left. So why don't you play some of these other clips that we have we here? We have no, not we don't. 20 it's, minutes. We have eight minutes left. No, we don't. It's 7.54. It's, yeah. It's seven. We're, we're off at 8.15. We have 20 minutes left. We're always off at 8.15. are we off at 8.15? We've always been off at 8.15. I'm not Every running the other clips. Night. We haven't done any stories. We haven't done shit. I, I'm not even doing that. I'm not even wasting my time. Twitch fucked it all up. Fuck you, Twitch. Hey, Twitch. All right. Fuck you. We don't like you, Twitch. Now you're on our shit can list. I'll be looking to fuck you over somehow. I don't know how yet. I'm going to figure out how to raid your fucking channel, Twitch. How do you like them apples? You like apples? How do you like them apples? Done with that fucking bullshit. They fucked me up. They fucked everything up. We have no fucking... I don't even know how this shit's going to play. I We're going to go to Foxhole. Everybody just follow us to Foxhole, please. Um... This is, I apologize. This was not supposed to happen like this. I figured Nick they, doesn't roll with the punches no, very, well. Not very well. So, you so, know, when you throw him off his game, like he's totally fucked. Can we at least watch the robot dog? Well, tell you what, we'll watch this retard because watch this, the robot dog. He's in there. I don't that care. retard's in the robot it. dog. I'm going to do all of them. Okay, fine. So just zip it. All right, I, good. No, I've got to go. He's got, he's got to go. Now he's got to edit shit. them because he wanted me to try a different format. Maybe we should have gone back to the original where you're just 
playing them off a, a no, web page? Because no, because then, then up, it lags. Yeah, it eats up bandwidth. It eats up I gotcha. bandwidth. And I, I gotcha. Just, I don't like that. Um, we did so, actually, someone uh, reached out to me on Truth Social and said that, um, hold on. So this hold is on. funny. We're going to play this. So said that we're, we are the reigning champs of technical issues. Fuck yeah. But he loves the show. So yeah. Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all over the world. Ukraine and Russia, the one and two largest wheat producers in the world, were number three. They're shut down. We saw that in yesterday's inflation data. What people don't know is that 70% of the increase in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike because of the impact on oil prices, 70%. We need we need to address these high prices and urgently for working folks out. Wow, Did, were you aware that seventy percent of seventy percent of inflation happened in the last month? I could have sworn that in the prices it? have been steadily going up in since January. She took I was bitching at when when I went and bought chips for the Super Bowl. Remember, I came home and I yeah. think I showed the bag of chips on the show because what used to be the party size bag is now the same size as the what was the regular size bag and the regular size bag is now smaller, but the prices all went up a dollar. Um, yeah, no, this shit's been going on for a year. Oh, this guy's higher than a kite. 70% happened under by, I'd say 90% happened under Biden. 10% happened under Putin. So he can suck it. He's an idiot. He's but such, we're about to hear him lie again. So I, it doesn't matter. Another idiot. Yes. I've been on a lot of university campuses. Matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the university of Pennsylvania. Those kids, no, those kids must be completely fucking retarded now. In what timeline was he a professor at the University of Pennsylvania? He's never held a job in his entire life. He's a liar. He is a straight up fucking liar. And Did Jim it. Carrey ever hold a job as a professor at the University of Pennsylvania? I would like to find out. I have no idea. What famous actor held, or, a, held, held a job as a professor at the University of Pennsylvania? Let's go through and find out everybody who's ever been a professor at the University of Pennsylvania for four years... And see who's actually under the mask. Well, let's see who this whole, what this whole has Oh, to she's say. such a fucking moron, she's, too. She's a dumbass, too. Oh, shit, I forgot to do that. Stand by. Okay, gotta yeah, you got to fix it first. But really, because you know it's not him. Okay, and... There's no way they here, would ever there, let him the be other, a professor. The other way that you know it's not him, and this is, this, this is creepy, but uh, Justin spoke about this video, I think on maybe yesterday's stream, that came out of Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, the video of... Naked Joe whipping a young girl who's tied up to a tree. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Which okay. one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw the video. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. It's really disturbing, yeah. and it, she's probably right. I mean, they when the video that I saw said she was over eighteen, but I'm Bullshit. sure they just said that because yeah. if I mean she wasn't young, young, but she was probably right around eighteen, and it was quite disgusting. That is not the same Biden as what we see on TV today. Hell no. Definitely no. That is a completely different Biden. So um, Biden is a clown. I completely agree. Was that Biden? Yes. Robin Murray. Definitely. Is that Biden today? No. Well, we have no so, idea. So uh, there's someone, I don't else, think we'll ever someone know. else is under the well, mask. Let's see what this hole has to say. Yes. The joyless well, wonder. The Supreme thing. Court is, is poised to pass a bill contradicting whoa, the New York whoa, City. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, stop, 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 stop. The Supreme wait, Court wait, is what did poised you just say? to pass a bill. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me listen to this genius again, because I could have sworn she just said that this 
Supreme Court is poised to pass a bill. Boy, the Supreme thing, Court is, is poised to pass a bill contradicting the New York City state laws. We have very strict gun laws here, and they would like it to be, apparently somebody has put this on their desk, that New York should be an open carry state and an open carry city with all of the density in this city. They want people running around with guns. People, middle class people will be leaving in droves. Look. I can tell you two There's things. No middle First of all, I can tell you two things right now. She about has no what, idea how the other works. than what this fucking retard just said. First of all, the Supreme Court doesn't pass bills. No. Nope. Okay. They are the go back to school judicial branch. Yes. They're the ones to rule on the bills that the fucking Congress passes. Dumbass. The legislative branch passes and the executive branch signs into law. So. Other than the history lesson we just had there, just for a second, real quick. Um, open carry in New York. Uh, first That's of constitutional. all, if someone was carrying a gun the other day, that guy wouldn't have shot 10 people. That, if that was real. If that was real and not staged, that guy wouldn't have shot 10 people. It was staged, but so, yes, okay. Joy, stop being such a fucking blowhard. Shut up and just go away. Just don't go angry. Just go away. We, we don't care if you're angry or not. Just just go away. Just don't want to hear you anymore. Go down, <laughs> drown yourself with AOC trying to scratch the scratch and sniff sticker on the bottom of the pool. Please stop doing what you're doing because you're an idiot. And uh, I got to say, just because some somebody else said it earlier. God damn, this thing sucks. Are you not in studio? Are, are you back in studio? No, I'm, a, I'm out of studio. Mode. Okay. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. That's a bold strategy. That's all I can say about yep. that. So either way, uh, we'll be back. She just made herself look. Can, can we please play the robot dog, please? Because what it's so is freaky. with you and the fucking robot dog? This is what's coming. Holy shit! I'll it's already you, in I'm China. Gonna, I'm gonna give you a fucking robot dog in a second. Tell you what. Well, you gave me two real dogs that fight constantly and try and kill each other. Well, they do. <laughs> until they awesome. fall asleep in a great big, adorable puppy pile, which is just so cute. And if you'd like to see pictures, you can check out our Telegram chat. Um, yeah. So while he's doing that, I will say, like, share, and subscribe. Not because on Twitch, we suck at that. But um, follow us on Rumble. Thank you for everyone who came over to Rumble because we've got a bunch of people watching in here now. So that's pretty fantastic. Um, but if you go to our Telegram, uh, our Telegram chat is uh, Patriot. No, it's not. It's VLAN. Follow the plan. You keep putting out the wrong one. No, the Patriot Party podcast chat. Uh, you've been putting out the wrong one because everything comes back. Somebody told me they couldn't find it, so I ended, ended up sending that's, them. That's the news one. The news one is VLAN, VLAN, oh. VLAN Q plan. But um, the it's actually, it's t.me slash Patriot Party Pod Chat. So Patriot Party Pod Chat is the chat room for the podcast. So you guys can go on there. Everything that I post in the news channel automatically feeds over to the chat room, but then everyone can obviously chat in there as well. So, uh, and post whatever you want. Yeah. So if you're on D live, you're on rumble or you're anywhere else and yep. you want to talk and you want to, you want to go over there, check it out. Send us information, it is so worth it. Whatever. Um, we do have two administrators over there uh, besides myself Tara and Jack uh, both help keep the bots under control. So, or, you know, the spammers. So I, I really appreciate their work with that. That's been fantastic. So go, go in there, uh, chat it up. I go in there 
you know, absolutely. We have our affiliates that work with us that ke help keep the show free. Yeah. Um, Dr. Kurt Elliott, he's our gold and silver guy. If you're looking to purchase some gold and silver, go check him out. Use promo code Defiant. Uh, yeah, you so can call him at 720-605-3900 and you can get your gold and silver today or you can go to Dr. Kirk Elliott, phd.com. Slash uh, Defiant. Yeah, forward slash Defiant and that will get you in there as well. It'll also help you save some money on that as well. Uh, also, my pillow. Uh, if you're a MyPillow guy or you like MyPillow, you can go there, use promo code Defiant, and you can save up to 66 or more on uh, on the MyPillow.com. Uh, again, get better sleep today. Okay, I will say, uh, first off, that MyPillow right now, they're doing an overstock sale, so you actually get up to 90% off on select products, and you get a free gift with your order, which is... I believe uh, Mike Lindell's new book, or his book, What Are the Odds?, from crack addict to CEO. And yeah. no joke, this man's story is insane. It if is you've ridiculous. not heard it, like he was literally a crackhead and, you know, woke up, hit the very bottom in a ditch in Mexico. And I mean, pulled himself up by his bootstraps. If, if you've ever heard that expression, he embodies it, pulled himself up by his bootstraps, built this amazing company. They've tried to keep him down. He has done more to fight, against election fraud than I think anybody else combined. Anybody in the Senate? Um, certainly. You know, Easy. maybe Jovan Pulitzer has been, you know, doing a lot of the work. Too, but Mike Lindell has brought it all together. Yep. You know, everyone else, there's so many people that are working so hard, but Mike Lindell is bringing it all together. So go to go to MyPillow.com slash Defiant. Use the promo code Defiant. You save extra. So we have our own landing page, MyPillow.com slash Defiant. And then use the promo code Defiant on top of that. Um, and, and you save extra, you get the free book and, uh, Easter's coming up. So, yeah. you know, those, those roll and go roll and go Bible pillows are awesome gifts for kids for Easter. So. Slippers are amazing. Oh my God. The, the slippers my, are fantastic. The mattress topper is ridiculous. Sheets are awesome. The towels yep. are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So if you really want to some good products, I mean, all made by Patriots and look, just in case you're new to the show, we do not bring people on here that we do not actually get stuff from like i i purchased stuff from my pillow before uh, long before they were sponsors uh i was very interested in you know having them as sponsors early on um we're actually working on a holster group right now. I'm actually trying to get uh, some We the People holsters in here as well, because again, a functional item that might be needed in the future. I figured, hey, why not? Because you always got to be worried about. Of course, it's not gonna yes. fucking work. But you know, Piece of shit. Well, that's because it has to download no, it's it, not. shift it off to iCloud. It'll come down. Um, but you know. Getting a great night's sleep is incredibly important and keeping your money safe with silver is incredibly important. But if you are not alive to enjoy that, then what's the freaking point? Exactly. So the way to stay alive right now, and I'm I'm not kidding, everything that we've learned in the last 48 hours and everything that we've learned in the last two years, but especially in the last 48 hours, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin work. They work against COVID. They work if you're vaccine injured. If you have gotten the jab, you need to take hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin like right now. So you can go to Dr. Stella, um, and I'm going to be bringing her back on again here soon too. Uh, go to drstellamd.com. Again, use the promo code DEFIANT. Go to the telehealth link 
and you fill out a form. If you're sick right now, if you have COVID or you have the sniffles, say you're sick, they'll overnight it to you. It costs a little bit more, but it's worth it if you're sick right now. If you just want it for your medicine cabinet, then um, you know it'll take takes a little bit longer, but they ship it from pharmacies that they know across the country that they use. You don't have to worry about trying to go fill it at Walgreens or CVS where they tell you to fuck off because they ship it from local pharmacies in Dallas. It comes straight to you in an unmarked, bag so that the post office doesn't know where it's coming from so that they can't intercept it. And you get your hydroxychloroquine and your ivermectin and it really works. You save 5% on your teledoc visit and your scripts with the promo code defiant. So go to drstellamd.com, promo code defiant, and get your hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin because it's so important. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to exceed all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days, and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are desinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. So, all right. All right. My, my, my robot dog clip. How funny would this be if this dog went up and pissed on Biden? That would be a fucking riot. Well, they WB had a 40. bird shit on him the other day. Yes. Now the dog pisses on his leg. I think that would be hysterical. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. The reason I said that's so important that I wanted to watch this. Did you remember seeing the um, just the other day the rob the robot dogs in China? Yeah, with the guns. With the guns, yep. right? Yep. This has that capability. Yeah, I'm sure it does. It is super easy. I mean, of course, they didn't put a gun in it with Biden standing right there, and they said, "Oh, he, I think he said, oh, it's not going to replace humans." No, that is what it's going to do. Yeah, that's exactly eventually. what it's going to do. That's what they want. They're showing you technology now, like it's brand new. They've had this for decades they've had this shit for 25 years easy. i've actually seen them with some other more higher powered weapons on. i'm sure i'm sure well either way so uh, yeah 
Anyway, that's about it for us tonight, folks. Uh, we appreciate it. Apologize for all the bullshit back ah, and forth fuck jumping around. It happens. Fuck yeah. Faggots. Uh, either way, uh, we'll be back again uh, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Yeah, we'll with be Truth Spiracy, Spiracy mm -hmm. uh, episode number eight. Eight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Episode number eight. Truth Spiracy Roundtable. With change some things up. We do a little bit of different backgrounds and whatnot, and we try to bring everybody in, and make it all work out. But so, that's where we really shine light on the darkest conspiracy theories, and um, and we also like to do a roundtable with some of our favorite podcasters. So it's a great opportunity if you guys are looking for new podcasts to listen to. You know, you get to hear some people you might not have heard before. Absolutely. So, or you get to listen to some of your favorites. So either way, uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you guys later yeah. uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening.
Bill, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. Yeah! I got towels too! And mine are blue! So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.